It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. It's time for Crossfire. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. To catch Crossfire in podcast format, go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Representative Cindy Munson, the minority leader of the Oklahoma House of Representatives. Good morning, Representative Munson. Good morning. So I understand it's it's snowing there in Oklahoma City? No, not in Oklahoma City, in northern Oklahoma, Blackwell ah. area, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we won't get snow. I think we'll get a little, well, it'll be cloudy today, and I think we might get a little bit of rain, but that's about it. Yeah, see, there's quite a bit of, looking at the radar up around Ponca uh, City and Blackwell, that area. I see what you're talking about. So anyway, yeah. it's good to have you on the program this morning, and uh, we've got our special intro we need to play here. It's time for Crossfire. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. To catch Crossfire in podcast format, go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Search News Talk KCLI in your app store. That makes it pretty big time. I mean, like, that's that's a real deal intro. Man, I couldn't hear it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you need to get, the, get on the app. I listen to the app uh, to listen. I listen ahead to you and nick from okay. last week and, and i got to hear the oh intro. yeah i guess okay yeah we, I'll, I'll we post that uh, show on uh your favorite podcast just go to right time for western oklahoma and you can pick it up i, I listen to them after the show many times just to hear see how i'm doing yeah you do great i love it I, and i really thought representative archer from elk city did well last week he did a great inaugural job. inaugural flight uh at, in he the was right uh, he was well prepared He's he's a smart cookie, Rain Man. So uh, that's what you call him. That's his nickname. That's what Josh West dubbed him, Rain, Rain Man. Man huh? <laughs> right. Well, Representative Munson, your predictions for this year? Uh, what do you what do you see? In, 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 looking at your crystal ball, what is your prediction? Oh, I wish I had a crystal ball. Uh, well, it's an election year. We talked a little bit about that last week, and so you know that always makes a for a very busy year because in the house we are up for re-election every two years every seat is up for re-election unlike the senate and so uh that always uh adds to our our schedules but also just the different topics that are discussed uh, at the legislature uh and it's a presidential year which always makes things so much more fun these days uh but policy wise my assumption um we've already heard uh, discussion about uh, we talked a little bit about this again last week about the budget and um, where we are financially. Um, my assumption is that there will be some Republicans and Republican leaders who will want to talk about tax cuts. I don't think that that will get away from that. And so uh, my prediction is that we'll have the conversation. My hope is that when we're talking about tax cuts, we'll be very, very mindful about uh, what tax cuts we're talking about and which ones we'll actually seriously consider. Uh, and, you know, with, with us, we will we will provide our policy and budget priorities here in a few weeks uh, from the House Democrats. But I can tell you when it comes to tax cuts, we want to focus on working families and not just across the board income tax cut for two reasons. One, it has a huge impact on our budget and how we fund our agencies and the services that are provided to Oklahomans across our state. 
And second, uh, we know who benefits the most when you just have a, a an across the board, you know, percentage cut from the income tax. Uh, we we need to focus on those who are uh, maybe could really use some help at the grocery store, um, looking at some tax relief uh, programs that actually help working families, single parents, you know, those types of things. Child care uh, subsidies and tax credits are uh, very helpful to working families and thinking about growing our workforce. And so I have no doubt that that will be a huge discussion. And I think education will continue to be uh, a discussion at the legislature this upcoming session. Um, Cindy, and Cindy, what do you think? Yep. Just, just wanting your opinion because we've never really kind of talked about this personally. So I don't mean to put you on the spot on the air, but one of the concerns about the grocery tax cut is that it really doesn't provide the relief that that people think it does to the working families, like you mentioned. You know, I mean, I think if if you're in the lower income brackets, one of the studies last year said, I mean, you're looking at less than you know anywhere from forty to two hundred dollars a year total. Uh, for the lower income brackets, um, because they they're they're likely using food stamps or SNAP or something else, and so that grocery tax doesn't really impact the lower brackets. What do you, what do you think about that? I think that it it still does help, and it helps all Oklahomans. It doesn't help just one portion of of our our state, and also. Uh, when thinking about the impact to the state budget, the income tax cut has a bigger impact in terms of revenue coming into our state versus the uh, grocery tax. And so if we can provide some relief while also not uh, decimating our revenue sources, I think those are the things that should be considered. And to your point, uh, having more robust conversations about all income tax cuts would actually be more beneficial, I think, than than going and just uh, making tax cuts just to say we've cut taxes. Uh, I know the Senate has talked a lot about having their working group, uh, but you know, having a bipartisan, bicameral discussion on tax cuts, similar to what we're doing right here, I think is actually more beneficial than saying, let's just cut all taxes. And I think when you when you actually have conversations with people about what services and what the government, what state government is responsible for, I think at the end of the day, instead of getting a tiny tax cut, you know, when they file their income taxes, paying a little less, but their services are, you know, they're not getting a hold of somebody at an agency. Their roads are, are crumbling, you know, those types of things. The teachers are leaving our schools. We're not paying our teachers, our support staff, et cetera, taking care of our higher education institutions. I think overall Oklahomans do value that and want to see state government working uh, as opposed to getting a tiny tax cut. So, Anthony, what's your prediction for this year? Well, I've got several, and I've got now, You're going to be on Flashpoint. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, and you you got five predictions. Five on. predictions. You wanna, you're going to share one of them with us this morning. Well, I'm going to share one of mine that I actually didn't share, that Mike Turpin shared because I didn't want to steal from Mike Turpin. Thunder win the NBA championship. Oh man, that's a big statement. That's I a, love that. Yeah, he he predicted. I, I'm going to ruin Mike's prediction. He predicted Thunder over the Celtics in Game Seven. I predicted Thunder over the Celtics in four. Sweep them! Wow, just a straight domination. Oklahoma City. What's your response to that, Representative Munson? You think that can happen? Surely, y'all can agree on that. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that took a turn in terms of conversation. I'm like, we're over here talking tax cuts, and he brought up the Thunder, but they're doing well. I wish I could watch it. I don't have Bali Sports 
app or anything like that. So unless you go to the game, you can't really watch it unless you have that app. So, but I see the sports uh, updates and things like that, and the Thunder are doing well, so I have no doubt. Okay, I'll, I'll give a serious one now. That that was the fun one. <laughs> I I, ha- I actually have I have five, and one of mine is kind of a tongue in cheek, fun, a uh, uh, little bit of a, a goofy one. But and tax cuts is my number one one. So Cindy took took one of those. I, I'm predicting that uh, we elect the youngest speaker of the house in state history this year. In just about, uh, I think we're at fifty nine, fifty eight days away. Uh, speaker designate race. Excuse me. Uh, but uh, you might explain. I mean, most people don't see or watch those events uh, except the real nerds. Um, sure. I never did. I never watched it ahead of time. Uh, so, um, to show you that I've always been sort of a political science nerd, I did. <laughs> and, and I know there are others around who do. Chip Wrong, shout out. Yeah. Uh, so, you might explain that, how that works. So, Charles McCall, Speaker of the House, longest serving Speaker in state history, terms out this year. But anytime you have a Speaker that's terming out or uh, the end of their two-year term that they've been elected to, you have a speaker designate race inside of, I can only speak for the Republican caucus, I'm assuming they have a, a, a similar uh, yeah, in the minority both party. Parties because both parties will nominate some, someone correct. for speaker. And we're speaking to the person who will probably be nominated uh, for speaker and get some votes for speaker, right, Cindy? She's gone. I hope so. If not, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless Jared Deck takes over, um, but so so we'll nominate a speaker designate for the Republican Party inside of our caucus in March, and that way, moving through the end of the year, especially being an election year, because that's always come on the same year, uh, the speaker designate will kind of take over as far as the behind the scenes stuff inside of the party, dealing with uh, campaigns, uh, dealing with uh, some of the big job. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. and, and they know they're going to be taking over, so there'll be there's additional pressure from the outside immediately. Immediately, when that, when that takes place, and it's already started. I I remember when uh, a couple of other speakers were elected, they immediately even moved them to a different office because uh, they couldn't handle. Uh, the onslaught of people wanting to get to talk to them. Oh, I believe it. Uh, yeah. But I predict that uh, we elect the youngest speaker in state history, 29-year-old Kyle Hilbert from Bristow. So I think the youngest up to this point is Glenn Johnson. I think he was elected right. out of um, uh, what city? Oh, I just Help went me. blank. Okima. Okima. He was That's from right. Okima, yeah. So, Roger Thompson. So you, do you do the same in, in your uh, situation? Uh, how do you select someone to represent the Democratic Party, Representative Munson? As leader? Yes. Uh, no, well, as, yeah. as a designated. speaker designated. Because you will nominate someone. Both oh, of, yeah. It's automatically the the leader. Well, that takes so the fun out of it. Surprise. <laughs> well, so we are speaking to the speaker designate for the Democratic Party, I guess. I have I have been nominated speaker before, early January last year. I I, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> I hesitated on my vote for just a second. Yeah, well, you know, um, you have to even think about you know making sure you say your your own name, oh, like make sure you say the right name out loud. Well, it's always uh, funny because when the clerk is calling that back, so they'll call. For example, they'll say right Harold, and he'll say McCall or Munson, and so they say. Right, Harold McCall, 
And so when they go, when they get to Monson, they say Monson. She says Monson. Then they go. He goes Monson, Monson. And it's like yeah. you hear Monson like four times in a row, and it's really, it, it's one of the more <laughs> uh, weird processes. But again, like you said, for political science nerds, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, we do have a, you know, we have our process within our caucus in terms of, you know, selecting our leader and and all of that. Very similar. We do it, I think, about a a year in advance before the majority caucus. So I am the leader and leader elect, I guess. You're already (laughs) leader elect. Until 2026. There you go. Very good. We're going to take a quick break. Our guest this morning, as usual, on Crossfire, Anthony Moore and Cindy Munson from Oklahoma House of representatives. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we're going to do with this $453 million excess money that uh, the legislature is going to have to spend possibly this year, and then even talking uh, the tax cuts on on top of that. So we'll see what's happened. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. This portion of our show, this segment, Crossfire, brought to you by ASAP Energy. ASAP Energy. Uh, they have lots of locations throughout western Oklahoma. Your one-stop gas stop, drinks, food, and uh, Rick's Boots and Outfitters out at the I-40 and Airport Road exit. Rick and Sheila Cook do a great job. I stopped at their gas station the other day in Gary, America. Yeah, that's part of your territory, isn't it? Well, not, yeah, not anymore. Oh, that's, that's right. Nick's you, now. You lost that. I lost that, but I was headed back from Watonga and stopped in at an ASAP. We'll be back with, with more right after these messages. Come meet Joe at Rick's Boots and Outfitters. Everyone knows how important it is to pick the right boot, and Joe knows boots. He'll let you know about their wide selection of Justin, Red Wings, Ariat, and Exotics. He'll also show you their Western clothing, Wrangler jeans and shirts, Cinch jeans and shirts, FR clothing, cologne, an assortment of hats, belts, and wallets. A great selection and great sales are happening at Rick's Boots and Outfitters right off I-40 in Weatherford, just inside the ASAP General Store. Ah, the holidays. A time filled with joy, laughter, and a whole lot of family. And while we may not always agree on everything when we get together, the one thing we can agree on is the conversation-stopping power of Mom's Herb Seasoned Rib Roast. Together, we bring more. Start your holiday season at BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Cattlemen's Congress is located in the heart of cattle country and is far more than just a cattle show. Join us December 30th through January 11th to see the newest and most elite genetics North American cattlemen have to offer. Cattlemen's Congress is the gathering place of the cattle industry and offers sales of elite genetics, offering something for everyone's operation. Don't forget to stop by on January 4th or 5th for a cattleman's luncheon from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. For a full schedule, sale info, and everything you need to know, visit cattlemanscongress.com. Western Oklahoma is known for unpredictable weather. One day it's nice, the next a foot of snow's on the ground. Wouldn't you like to know your heating unit is ready for the Western Oklahoma winter? Let the trained professionals at Southwest Air and Heat clean and check your unit today. Southwest Air and Heat, your local Linux dealer, is the trusted and experienced name for heating service in Western Oklahoma. Call 772-8000. That's 772-8000. Perfect air. Unmatched care. That's Southwest Air and Heat, your local Linux dealer in Weatherford. Honest. 
hardworking company installing reliable center pivots. Waterworks Irrigation takes the killer water electricity mix out of irrigation, offering simple pivots, easy to understand and maintain with constant smooth movement to eliminate gearbox damage due to constant start-stop cycles. With TNL, there's no need for an electrician on staff. Just a few simple wrenches and an unlimited free phone support will keep you up and running on your schedule. Find them on Facebook. Waterworks Irrigation, making rain reliable. It's time for your health check with Weatherford Regional Hospital. It's time to celebrate the new year. With the new year often comes New Year's resolutions. Weatherford Regional Hospital encourages our community and surrounding communities to ring in 2022 with a plan to have a healthy year, focusing on positive lifestyle changes that will last forever. Here are some tips to prioritize your health in 2022. Set realistic and achievable goals. Exercise on a regular basis. Find a hobby you enjoy doing that promotes physical activity. It's simple. If you like it, it won't feel like work. Make healthier food choices by choosing more nutritional foods and maintaining proper proportion sizes. Maintain a regular sleep schedule. Reduce stress. Get plenty of water. Stick to your wellness plan. And never skip the annual health screenings. Do those regularly. This has been your health check. Brought to you by Weatherford Regional Hospital. Listening to Crossfire, and one of our listeners said, get back to the predictions. <laughs> so we've been talking probably about things people aren't that interested in, except your prediction of Kyle Hilbert to being elected. So, right. yeah, you're pointing down to my phone. Oh. No, my mic's not on. Oh, yeah, well, that's a good There point. we go. Now I'm on. Cindy's on, but you weren't. Well, you know, she she deserves more time than me, and I think your your uh, your listeners probably correct. We'll get back to predictions. Representative Munson, are you there? I am still here. Okay, just didn't hear much out of you. <laughs> leader, leader elect, her highness. So any other lots of names? Any other predictions? You had any any others? Uh, you had a couple more. Well, I had Anthony. yes. So so I don't want to give a give away the whole show, but uh, one of my other predictions is that. Uh, nationally, in November, Republicans will take back the White House and the U.S. Senate. What about the House? Are they going to keep they, the they, House? I think they keep the House. Okay. What? What's your other? You have any other predictions, uh, Representative Munson? <laughs> I'm just laughing because I just uh, presidential elections. I know it's, it's like, that hearing time. him say that makes me. Well, Iowa, Iowa caucus is. <laughs> Ten days away. I know. And that, you know, I, I was listening. I can't remember what show I was watching the other day that said, you know, soon we're not going to have to predict and guess. And, we, you know, we'll actually have, you know, with Iowa, we'll actually be able to know at least one one state. Um, you know, I, I, I do, unfortunately, predict uh, in terms of election that that it will be um, a, a mix of what we've seen in 2016 and 2020. And, and my hope uh, again, I talked about this last week is that, you know, especially for me, you know, I'm in charge of local elections in a state house and I have to keep people focused on what's happening in Oklahoma and less on the national level. And uh, because what we do at the state capitol is so very important. And so my hope is that, you know, while while there is a national race going on and there is a presidential uh, that folks will 
focus on what's happening in Oklahoma and hold their legislators accountable and 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 pay attention to these local races that are also very important to our day to day lives. I would even venture to say more important than what the president does or doesn't do in the White House. And so uh, I have no doubt that it'll it'll still be uh, quite a bit of polarization. Uh, but but I'm hoping local issues will bring uh, voters and, and those who represent them and those who are running to represent them together to to have good dialogue on what we're doing and how we're leading in the state. So do either one of you have an opponent that you know of so far uh, up to this point in the in the upcoming election for state house? Not that not that I'm aware of yet. Not yet, but I'm sure come, I think April 7th is the Friday, the last day to file at like 2.30, someone will pop their name on. That's fine. That is That, that <laughs> seems earlier than last time. Is that right? I'm pretty sure it's April that first week. I thought it was fifth. I th- yeah, no, you may be right. You know, they, oh, April 5th, yep. When I first came to the House, we didn't have to actually file until June, which made it much easier for people who were in office frankly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they had to move that back in order to provide for opportunity for, for uh, military to vote. Had mm. enough lead time. It that is, was, it that is was the reason for that. that it is sense. interesting because uh, when, whenever that week comes around, I'm always like, you know, here I am working and then there's someone coming to, to my job to tell me they want to take my job, which is how it works. I mean, it is public office and all that, but it's just like a funny thing to think about that well, I'm working, and you're coming to take it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You know, just the good news for you is though you can you can be back in your district campaigning pretty quickly. I, uh, you know, you got a an hour to get back just to the edge of the district. It sure makes it a lot harder. Yeah, such is such is life. So what are you going to what are you going to do with this extra money? Your thoughts on that, Anthony Moore? You got to the Board of Equalization said at their meeting last month that you could have as much as 250 million or 450 million dollars to spend in excess. Well, I think that's part of where the tax cuts come in. I think, you know, we need to give as much, you know, we we've done a really good job of of increasing funding uh, in the areas that were short. We've done a really good job. Now, I think some of that's going to get eaten up with inflation. We've got a, you know, some of that uh some of the dis- different agencies have really been hit hard with inflation, you know, t- taking away what we gave them. So that'll be looked at significantly. But a lot of that's going to come back to we've got a really good rainy day fund. We've got extra. It needs to go back to the taxpayers because they're feeling it. I mean, they're they're all I, I said it, you know, I, again, I'm just I'm just basically repeating what I said on Flashpoint. But I got a salad and a water for lunch yesterday. It was fifteen dollars. You know, I mean, and, it, you know, it just, you know, people are struggling uh, prices have gone up on everything, and so we need to put as much as we can back in their pockets. So the grocery tax would seem to make sense there. At least that would help in some of those things, but not not a salad and water. That's not going to help yeah. a bit on that. No, wouldn't. There's some there. things that will would not be included. So. Cindy, what was the price tag on the grocery tax? Was it about two hundred and eighty million? Is that what I remember? Yeah, I want to say somewhere between two eighty and two ninety. Okay, I thought I was right. Impact, but yeah. I've slept since then. <laughs> So the grocery Good. tax, the income tax cuts, possibly another percent or what, what a quarter percent? Quarter percent. Uh, on, I think. on income tax, which you're really not going to feel a lot of, but it's at least something. No, but it, it, that would be another quarter percent on top of the quarter that we did two, you know, a year ago. What about, so. uh, uh, Senator Yak mentioned last week, uh, doing away with taxes on cars, sales tax on cars. You know, they modified that this year, but, mm-hmm. but that would seem to be a good tax to do away with well i know they modified it to where you're not getting hit hard when you 
when you trade when, in when something, you, you don't in. have to pay pay the full price. Right, of the, you get your value, which which makes sense. MSRP. I, I don't know why that wasn't included. I know, but it's been that way a long time. And, sure, and we did make some adjustments during those times when we needed to to raise some taxes. I, I have a up. bill this year that would eliminate sales tax for one hundred percent disabled veterans. That was a constituent request bill. Uh, and so that's one of the bills I'm running, but uh, I have not heard it of any legislation for all of it. So that that would be interesting. I would want to know what yeah. the impact on that. Hey, is. we're out of time, folks. Thank you. Any final words before we get out of here? Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Happy New Year. I love a new year. Very good. Thank you for and being be on warm. the program, Representative Munson. It's always a joy. Come out anytime and be here live along with Anthony. Yes. Sure. Come on out. We've got plenty of places for you to stay in western Oklahoma. You have a great day. You've been listening to Crossfire. You've been listening to Crossfire on the right time for western Oklahoma. Available on News Talk KCLI Radio and archived on Apple and Google Podcasts. Simply search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Just search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Crossfire is a courtesy of ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.